Welcome to Harvest Time. My name is Chris Harper, and our host on this program is Pastor Gary Walton, the pastor of Harvest Baptist Church. We often have the great opportunity on this program to tell the stories of our church by featuring interviews with our members and other friends of the ministry. Of course, we'd love to have you join us at Harvest Baptist Church over the weekend. Our morning worship service begins at 10.30 a.m. Sunday morning, and we'll be continuing in our series on pursuing our mission. But let's begin the program today by welcoming Pastor Gary Walton. Hi, Pastor. Half a day, Chris. Good to be with you again today. And we're looking forward to continuing a series, as you mentioned, in the book of Acts this Sunday at our morning service at 1030. We had a great time introducing the book really last Sunday and talking about some of the general things about who the book is written to, who is written by, and then began to talk about the main purpose. I think the theme of the whole book is in Acts 1-8, and Acts 1-8 gives us just very clear instructions about our purpose as believers and our purpose as a church. So we began talking about that last week, and we're going to continue on just in this journey that we're going to go through through this book that gives us the history of the early church and really talks about the power of the gospel and the power of the Holy Spirit as he begins to use believers and Christians to see the gospel flow throughout this whole region. So it's really an exciting time for us as a church to study through this. I think it should mean something really to everyone that attends it. People who are longtime members, just those things get reiterated to them. But then those that are new can get an idea of, of where we're coming from as a a direction that we're headed as a church. Yeah, we mentioned last week that it sort of was like, we use the analogy of we're starting on a journey. And the book of Acts, for some people, it might be a journey that they've taken before. And for them to be able to go back and revisit some of the scenes and the people is sometimes even better the second time around. And then for a lot of people, you know, this journey through the book is brand new, and we're going to see things that we hadn't seen before and really I hope understand how God designed the church and the way that he implemented the church in order to function in the world that we live in. So we're looking forward to continuing that discussion. And it's really great for us to have some members and leaders of our church here at Harvest. James and Laura Lujan are with us today. Welcome to both of you guys. Hi, Pastor. Hi, Pastor. Thank you for being with us. I I know that you felt a little bit nervous about this, but you guys are looking great and comfortable, and this is going to be a good time. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> James, how long have you and Laura been a part of Harvest? And then I'll back up a little bit from there. But 19 years, I believe. Okay, yeah. for 19 years. Tell me about your background. You grew up here in Guam. Tell me about your family. and I grew up, born and raised, and then I left Guam and uh, my Late part of my fifth grade year, came back in my sophomore year. Your family still live here on the island? Oh, yes. My mom's still here. My dad passed away. Okay. And Laura, what about you? Born and raised here on Guam. Never left, maybe just for vacation. (laughs) (laughs) My family is still here. My mom's still alive, living here. Do have brothers and sisters who are here on Guam, except my youngest brother who stays in Las Vegas. I have two sisters and four brothers. Okay. Okay, great. (laughs) 
And how did you guys meet? Did you know each other from the time Ooh. you were very young? Um, no, actually, our families knew each other. Oh, okay. and that's how we met. <laughs> how old were you? I mean, were you in your teens or? I'm a little older than Laura. We're yeah. six years apart, fifteen or sixteen years yeah. old. That's yeah, when when we, we met each yeah, other. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. And then you eventually got married and lived here together, right? You're raising your family here on Guam. How many children do you have? Four, two boys and two girls. Okay. And these kids are great. We're thankful for for them. You said you started coming to Harvest about 19 years ago, but tell me a little bit about your spiritual story, your background. How did you come to know the Lord? Our first son, the oldest, was... He came to this school. I'm not sure how we came to okay. That's, um I think yeah. how it started to for us to come to Harvest was I started working. So, of course, we had Ryan James, and um, we were looking like for a school or for a daycare to put him at. And the daycare that we were supposed to put him in was like full. They didn't um, take any kids, and it was close to where I work. And my coworker mentioned Harvest. So that's how it came about. I looked into putting Ryan in in Harvest and K-4. Okay. Okay, so they did have a K-4 program. So we ended up bringing him here. And I guess from then on, that's how we continued to stay with Harvest. And James' testimony ends up with Ryan attending Harvest. Okay. We weren't coming to the church. We were just bringing him here. Sure, yep. And when he was K-5, yeah, kindergarten, he was learning a lot of verses. You know. So I'm the one that does homework mm-hmm. with, the, with the, all the kids. So uh, he kept saying this verse, you know, I said, oh, that's a new verse, you know. You know, and then years, months go by and he's like, hey, dad, did you know Romans 6.23, dad, for the wages of sin is death and the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah, boy, that's a good verse, man. You, you know that verse. Uh, you know, and I'm like, I didn't know what to think of it, but even though he's learning new verses, he kept repeating that one. Oh, wow. Yeah. So my younger brother, who is a Christian, and he went to Agania Heights, I was like, hey, man, you know, my son keeps mentioning this verse to me. Uh. He goes, well, bro, you know your life. You know what you're doing. You know, so we won't get into what I was doing, but you know, it's against the law. Uh-huh. Yeah, so it started to convict me. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, "Where's this?" You know. So my brother talked to me, and he goes, "You know, God works even through children mm-hmm. to get to their parents." Mm-hmm. So. From there on, um, I uh, surrendered to him. Wow. Yeah. And that sort of happened on your own as you thought through that or talking with your brother? or Yeah, talking to my brother. and um, We were going to our, our church. For, mm-hmm. And then um, I say, hey, you know what? Let's go check out a, a Harvest Baptist Church. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, So I, we were like going to both churches for, uh, what, six months maybe? And I was like, you know what? We need to uh, to pray because we need to just go to one church. Mm-hmm. So she was supportive. She was always there. And she goes, okay, that, you make that decision and, you know, I'll stand by your side. And I was like, 
that was easy. That was the easy part. I was right. like, wow, okay. So we started coming to Harvest, and uh, I believe uh, Pastor Heron was new mm-hmm. at the time. So, And the messages were just like, it was different, but um, we were enjoying it, and um, I never had a conviction before. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I, I mean, I can do what I wanted to do, and you can ask her, and um, I'd be okay with it, you know. I, as long as I do my husband duties in my mind, mm-hmm. as, and okay, I'm done, I can go now and do my business. Right. Yeah. So. It really is amazing how, you're right, how God uses different things in our lives to draw us to himself and to, and to bring conviction into our lives. And it's interesting, as I talk with people, the stories can be so different. But you're right, there God uses our children um, sometimes, and really it's the power of his word. I mean, if you think about that, to take a verse that God allowed you know your son to just continue to repeat, even though it was an old verse, I mean mm-hmm. that's only God's spirit that would continue to bring that back into you know your thought process and and what it means and how significant it is for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Yeah, when I pondered on that verse, I was like, I'm going to hell. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Laura, how does your story intersect here, your relationship with Jesus? Well, I know, too, um, when we were trying to figure out, like, where we should be um, going to church, um, because I know in the mornings we would go to one church and then Later on, we would come to harvest. So, I mean, we had questions in the beginning. And he would ask me, I'm like, don't ask me. Go (laughs) ask the priest or go ask the pastor, Mm -hmm. you know. And part of it also was how we felt after attending service, Mm -hmm. you know, because sometimes after attending a certain service, it would be like crazy just leaving the parking lot. It was like, okay, didn't we just finish coming out of church? (laughs) And, you know, people did not display what we would supposedly supposed to have learned or, you know, from attending church. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, with things happening in our family and harvest the way we were welcomed and encouraged to attend helped us to decide where we wanted to be, where we wanted to attend service. Mm. Yes, and my life coming to see the Lord was when we attended a missions conference. It's what drew me to the Lord. Mm. Um, I know it. in the beginning, James came to the Lord first, and it was kind of weird because he took me, mm. you know, by the hand and thinking that I wanted to surrender to him, but it, it was not the same time for us. Mm-hmm. Mine came at a later time. Mm-hmm. And I think it was because uh, not too long before my father had passed. Mm -hmm. So different issues and things came up, which had me thinking of why I needed to surrender. And so that had me uh, surrender to come to the Lord and change my ways and to help me with the struggles that I was going through Mm -hmm. in life. You said at a missions conference, was there anything specific that was a, a part of that, or is just just the general appeal of Jesus to give your life to him? Well, the fact I know that 
to know him, to surrender. I guess with the heavy burdens and mm-hmm. things that I, I was feeling and looking for answers, yeah. I think that played a big role mm-hmm. in me wanting to surrender to the Lord, that I could not fix yeah. what I was going through, what I was feeling. Jesus said, come unto me, all you who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn of me, and ye shall find rest unto your souls, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it is an amazing thing to know that the burdens that we've been carrying of life, uh, Jesus has come to bear those for us. And if we can put our faith and our trust in him, that he will take them from us and we can sort of leave them at, with him and at the cross. It's a beautiful story of God's work in both of your lives in, in different ways, which again is so cool because it describes this is the Holy Spirit's work in, at the right time and in the, in the right place. You guys have been now, I'm so thankful for you and your family, your f- faithful members at Harvest involved in so many things. If there's, if there's ministry to be done, um, James and Laura are, are going to be in the middle of it, serving, giving of your time sacrificially, and it's such a sweet testimony of your love for the Lord and also your love for his church. So, so thank you for that. Um, I know uh, even right now, Laura, you're wearing a Cubbies t-shirt, so that means you're involved in some children's ministries, yes. right? I teach, so I do like to work with little ones, but sometimes I like to change it up a little bit. Right. So I teach and I work with six and seven, eight-year-olds, so I guess... I like to change it a little bit and work with the smaller kids. Sure. Where do you teach and how long have you been a teacher? This is my 25th year teaching. I teach at LBJ and Timoning Elementary. Okay. Yes. Have you been there for 25 years or? I've been at Timoning for about 21 years, I believe. And this is my fourth year with LBJ, but they're sister schools. Okay. So they're right across each other. Yeah. It's really great to think about how many young people you know, your life is touched in that time frame all across this island. That's a great testimony as well. James, also, you work, where, where do you work? For revenue and taxation. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Been there for, I'm working on my 34th year. That's a little bit of time. Oh, yes, yes. I've been in different branches with revenue tax, but. Sure. Weights okay. and measures for 27 years for the most part. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. James also serves as one of our deacons at Harvest, which means that he's active in a lot of different areas of serving and caring. And uh, Laura, of course, serves right alongside him. For our deacons, for those of you that may not know, our, our deacons, according to Acts chapter 6, we kind of talk about them as burden bearers, and they just serve in many ways across our church. They care for a specific group, which we call a watch care. And so James and Laura are very involved in watch care meetings and just in general trying to be somebody that could know and understand what's going on in the lives of of those in that group. And so we're thankful for your ministry in those areas too. James, if I could ask you, like, what might be some burdens that you would have ministry-wise or just life burdens? Well, when I'm ushering upstairs, I seem to know everybody in my area. Yeah. And I can lead their husbands or their wives. I say, your husband's right there, your wife's right there. (laughs) And I get to know them. I try to talk to everybody there, you know, make them feel welcome. Those are the things I like to do, um, you know. 
just well, try and greet them. Yeah, and actually it reminds me yeah. of what you just said in your testimony that when you guys came to Harvest, you were made to feel so welcome and part of the family. And I could, I know from observing and watching that you are doing the same with others that would come, that this would feel like a place that they could feel at home. Right, and I know I mentioned to you uh, that I was talking to this couple who were new, or the husband was coming, but the wife came that one time. And they never came again. <laughs> so I think uh, Laura said I overshared. I don't know. <laughs> no, no. I don't. It must have been something else because you would have only made them feel welcome. That's for sure. Yeah. That was my plan to hopefully, uh, you know, get together with them. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. I know. That's but, good. Um, well, if they ever come back, well, I'll try to settle down. <laughs> Laura, anything I know you're burdened for uh, children and young people, other things that are maybe part of your burden? Well, I know like when we started attending Harvest, I really enjoyed working with the other ladies. I was really involved with the ladies fellowship, whether it was the ladies Christmas events or whatever. But I do enjoy helping in the background in the Mm -hmm. kitchen. I, I really don't mind that. So that's one thing I really do enjoy is helping out in that in that area for the church. Yeah, and we see both of you in those areas often just serving other people, which I think is such a picture, frankly, of, of you know how Jesus modeled it for us. He came to be a servant and he's asked us to serve each other. So thank you for modeling the characteristics of Jesus Christ um, before our church family. We're so glad that uh, God has brought you to and allowed you to be such a core part of Harvest. And I'm thankful personally for your friendship. And thank you for being willing to come on here and talk with me, um, you know, about the things that God's doing in your life. Thank you too, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. And thank you for listening to Harvest Time. Of course, we always at this time in the program want to personally invite you to come to services at Harvest Baptist Church. Maybe you'll see James and uh, he'll give you a warm welcome. Uh, We start at 9.30 a.m. We have children's programs, adult Bible fellowships, and then we'll be continuing at 10.30 a.m. our Pursuing Our Mission series that we're in the midst of. Now, you can stop at the Welcome Center that's right out in front of the auditorium. Somebody will greet you there, and if you're not sure where you go or where your children go, they'll give you directions at that time. And You can get help from our website as well, hbcguam.org, hbcguam.org. Thanks again for being with us on Harvest Time.